Now, I know, Andy, we were talking about this before the show, um, you know, the, the title Through the Lens, that, that would be a wonderful uh, uh, song for you to write, you know, great title. But we're talking about a refractometer and looking through that lens um, at our plants. So uh, welcome, everybody. Scotty, thanks for being here from Kentucky. You're in the house. Uh, great to see you here. Hey, let's get moving. Hey, Scotty. Kentucky in the house. Woo! I, yeah, I, always, I, I love Kentucky because I love horses. I can't yeah. help it. You know, and that's one of my favorite places I've friends. But, but uh, I'm in, do you know what a refractometer is, uh, Ken? Aaron? Um, yes, actually, I, I do. Um, not in as much detail as you do, but we've talked about refractometers before and about, uh, you know, SAP analysis, et cetera. And we actually had uh, a lady that does SAP analysis on with uh, Leighton on Monday. Um, and I was actually talking to her about a refractometer and, and that before that show. But explain to, to our audience, Andy, um, what is a refractometer and why would we want to have that in our repertoire of tools? Well, you know, a refractometer is obvious because it refracts. It refracts the mm -hmm. light. Not, not too many people know, or maybe they do. A refractometer is really used in astro ast astronomy. I was going to say astrology, but it's astronomy. They can look through. They can look through a refractometer at a star, mm -hmm. or even another planet, and tell you what elements are are in it. No, that what, I did not know. Right. That's what. It's, that's what it was originally. Uh, made for you. I mean, to to the extent that you spend millions of dollars, you you make because it refracts the light, breaks it down and on different components. Each element has its own color, right? But uh, in in our terms, for a refractometer is uh, this was a, a this was adapted. The refract the refractometer as such wasn't invented by him because astrologers have been using it for a long time now, but. He, he wanted to know the mineral values of plants. Right. And then, at, so being a scientist, he knew that uh, that each mineral has certain color. He says, well, why can't I use a refractometer on the plant to see what minerals it has? Mm -hmm. Now, in, in, in normally now uh, in the... In, the way it is now, if you buy a refractometer, you're probably into making beer or you're into wine or uh, juices because that's in the, in the industry, that's what they use a, a commercial refractometer is to uh, measure uh, the, the sugar level because it's a BRICS level, B-R-I-C level mm -hmm. of uh, and it's a measurement of sugar. So it, it's, yeah. done for, it's done for, for the wine industry to understand mm -hmm. You know, if it's the wine's too sweet, uh, the, the same thing with the juice. It has to be a certain sweetness. Uh, I don't know if any too many people use a refractometer in cooking, <laughs> but you make it in beer for sure. You use it in beer making. Well, I know that Scotty here is ah. he's saying, I use a refractometer in making bourbon. There you I go. can get my bricks in the conversion of starches to sugars. That's right. So, uh, so, so I started... I latched onto it early on, uh, uh, only because uh, my mother. Well, I used to go shopping with my mother. I don't know if I told you that. Go shopping with my mother, mm -hmm. and she would always nibble on the fruit, and she would get caught all the time. So the 
the grocery guy knew she was coming with slice a piece for her. Here you go. Here, that's yeah. for you too. We nibble on. Oh, this is good. We'll take that. Right. Uh, so uh, I learned. I so and I realized that the, the whole thing about sugar is exactly that. Uh, it tastes good. And I also learned that that as we humans have evolved, we have evolved to like things that taste good and stay away from things that are bitter. Right. And usually are toxic. So, so I've learned, so I, somewhere along the line there, because uh, I've been doing the radio, I just radio thing for years. I haven't, you know, it, it wasn't, I used to drive to a studio <laughs> to have, yeah. you know, and pay $1,500 an hour to do it. It was over the air, FM. And now, and one, one, and one place I was with a um, NPR station, K, KPFK here in uh, LA. Twenty years I was there at KPFK, but I didn't have to pay there. But I did pay for the this professional studio place. But uh, last I don't know when the internet came on, we can do more stuff. It doesn't cost us an arm and like to do it. So I've been mm -hmm. doing this for a long time. But so I started talking. I did. I said the same story again about when my mom, going shopping with my mom, and we pick sweet things. And yeah. as a gardener. Uh, I liked uh, I, I uh, gravitate towards sweet things, whether it be tomatoes, apples, fruit, Carrots. carrot. Right? These are sweet things, and and the and the the bitter things I don't tend to eat as much. Right. And then, but then I I also I somehow along the line uh, uh, decided because I, I I never heard of a refractometer being used to measure anything, uh, but when I was I was talking about my experiences, guy. Who uh, I don't know if he owned it or if he was a salesman or uh, Leica, the the Leica, the 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 company Leica. Okay. Right. They they produce a a, cam a camera, but they also okay. do the ref they also do a refractometers. And and so he he calls me up on the air and he tells me we have this refractometer that is used specifically for food. Think, you know, wine, beer, those things. Uh, he, the guy didn't say use it on your vegetables. He said we use it on the fruit and stuff like that. So I, I yeah. said, cool. So he gave me this one, and, uh, and it's a ten thousand. It was ten thousand dollars at that time. Uh, I and I and it's um uh, it, it's uh now because it was just came out. It was like a brand new new thing. You know, yeah, yeah. people were using it in the in the business. Uh, now you can go on Amazon or any of these places and get a $35 refractometer, which works just as good as a $10,000 refractometer one. I have yeah. three I have three refractometers. Two are analog, one's digital. The digital means exactly that you have a battery, has a little screen, shows, it shows a number on it. And, mm -hmm. and basically the same setup. It's a, a refractometer. is a tiny little unit that you look through light path into basically you put the food down on on a little plate and then you look through the lens light shines through the the little the little camera and when you see it the way it shows up and i wanted to to see if i can pull it up but i i don't have it i have to find it uh, I, I, what i'm going to do is do a little series of it so i can i can get the information because throughout the year uh i have a billion files on my computer i go holy cow <laughs> I got to go back all the years, you know, and I've had five hard drives and six more hard drives sitting over there. They all have, there you go. So you see how the, the, uh, the, the there's a blue line and a, and a white line. 
And where yeah. the two meet, where the two meet, that's the level. That's the refractometer level, right? Where the two meet, that's that's the bricks level. See if you can bring that up a little more. So maybe, um, cool. but like that one there. Can you bring yeah. it, make it larger? I can try. Let's see here. Uh, oh, just click on that one. There you go. Yeah. And well, see that's an, actually an Amazon link for twenty six ninety. Yeah, right. That's right, right. And you and so this one here is made for uh any uh, reason. Yeah, see so, so it's not exactly the what I would do. Try to find another refractometer, right? Refractometer for beer and the surgeons in there. Okay, refractometer for beer. You can just as easy as done. Okay, so bring up any one of the like this one over here, the blue one. You can see the whole screen, uh, the whole numbers there. That uh, uh, no, this that, one here. That one, that one, yeah, that one. That's that's a temperature thing. So it's a temperature, uh, right? It doesn't have. A, yeah, that's a temperature one. So that's not the the right one. We want to be able to do a refractometer for beer brewing, but in, in this one here has a temperature, and you don't want temperature. You want a bricks level. I have never seen a temperature. Well, it's uh, on the left-hand side here, Andy. It's saying bricks. Oh, there it is. Yeah, right. Got yeah, it. Got it. It's S-G-W-O-R-T. Right. So a lot of these, you don't need all those other things. You want you buy one. All you need one that says bricks on it. That's all you need. So there's a whole bunch of varieties on the market now, depending on what, what where it be beer, wine. Some have different calibrations, exactly. All those other things on the side, the, the SG and the war, you don't need that. <laughs> that is not necessary. So when you buy one, just buy a simple one. Mine, since that beer didn't have all that other stuff next to it, all you want is the bricks level. You see on the, the left-hand side, that's yeah. the bricks level. And that'll work for everything that you need because all the different types of uh, – Vegetables and plants and uh, you know fruits and everything all going to fall within that thirty. It, it, uh, you never have to go any higher than that thirty. You have thirty one, thirty two. You can see this two more points yeah. above the thirty two, and so it, it's a what's so what what I've learned. This is what what I've been doing for all these years, and I, so I give you guys an advantage of uh, of fast forwarding in the learning pace pace. Yes, when please. I start, when I started using a refractometer, of course, I used it on the citrus juice. I used it on the apple juice. I also take a citrus, you know, rub the little citrus on the lens and then look through the apple, anything with a juice on it. And then I say, oh, but what about vegetables and leaves and stuff like that? Because it right. was no nothing mentioned about you know, how do you, do you even do that with it? So I started to um, uh, do a Rick's reading on, on the leaf. Okay. Uh, and on the flower, right? And on the fruit. So if it has fruit, I would do it on the fruit. So a vegetable like lettuce, I would I would take the lettuce, get a little motor pistol. I have a couple of drops of still water to it, crush it up. Sometimes you don't need to, need to do the drop. Sometimes you can take, you can get enough of your green matter. You can literally squish it, squish it, squish it. So you have some liquid and you put that on your lens. You rub that on the lens. So yeah. you, get the, you get the bricks reading of the leaf. And so I, throughout the years, I found out that it's very, it, this whole bricks thing is very interesting because the, the say, 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 for example, a citrus. Mm -hmm. A citrus, uh, the, the, uh, you saw the bricks level there, has should be any about anywhere about 20, 21, 22, in the high 20s, 
really, really perfect one would be 32 bricks level. Okay, for anything or everything? No, that's what I'm talking about for that citrus. Okay, for citrus. Okay. Now, there, there, there are different uh, – one of the things I, I, I came up with is a chart called PAGE, P-A-G-E, poor, average, good, excellent. Those are okay. those who are where bricks levels are at. Poor being like you get your bricks of two. That's really bad. You yeah. know, average you maybe get in an eight. You know, uh, and good you go well, you're going up in the high tens. <laughs> but excellent, uh, you got twenty twenty and up, and, okay. and it's different, and it's different for every plant. It's very different, and also I learned that not only is it different, but it's different when. If you do it different times of the year, you get a different yeah. brick reading in the winter time than you would in the springtime, right? And also too the uh, the juice you get a different bricks reading because if you take a citrus, you let it ripen long more and more, it's going to get sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter, right? Right. right? Yeah. So it, all dep it depends on when you do that. But so the the real the in terms of the art for us. Why we use a bricks uh, a refractometer would be if you're not really certain that you're getting the vitamins and minerals from your food, or you're you're not doing the right thing to your plants that you're growing. Because a lot of times, you know, if you're growing something, it's not doing well. You want to know what is it that I'm doing wrong, right? What is it that that I could do better to make that plant grow better? And so it's. It's not that complicated, but unfortunately, people do make it complicated in the sense they go buy this and they go buy that. And that's the thing. They buy this fertilizer, organic. Well, if they buy organic fertilizer, they would have a, a less of a problem than if they would bought chemical fertilizer. And that's another scenario there, too, because if you're using a refractometer and you're using chemical fertilizers, your readings are all going to be screwed up. In what way, Andy? The, the high nitrogen causes uh, a different reading. That with a plant that had normal levels of oxygen, high uh, nitrogen, and a plant that had high levels of nitrogen, uh, nitrogen causes a, a different bricks reading. And it's a, it's a really weird, uh, the way it happens is sort of like it raises the bricks level really fast. Okay. So let's just say, you know, you have a, a, you have citrus and you do a bricks reading before you spray, and the bricks reading is eight. And then you spray the next morning, the bricks reading is 20. You're going to go, wow, that's great. You go back the next day and do the bricks reading again, you could be back down lower than the eight when you first started. Mm -hmm. But it turns out that nitrogen has an adverse effect on the, on the sugar level because it makes your sugar levels go up to the roof. But the sugar, see, when you, when I, what I've learned is that the, there's a difference between the sugar level, something sweet, because it's really sweet, it's good, but, and the minerals. Not so much the minerals, but the different variations of minerals. So you can have, you can have uh, you need you know ninety different minerals, so it, it trace minerals in there, uh, a blend of all these things. But quite often, when you do chemical fertilizer, you have one mineral more than everything else. Okay, which, which it then tends to make you read on a higher brick swing because you do have more minerals. You don't have doesn't mean you have a blend of minerals. Uh, and I didn't I didn't create that idea, even though I, I thought about it. This guy invented it's called a fuzzy rule. Okay. <laughs> Uh, what, what is it? Eddie's also he's like crazy uncle. You wish you had low. Oh, thanks, Lucas. So this guy invented this rule called the fuzzy rules. Do you remember that line that's black and white? If it's real sharp, okay, that means that, means that you have basically one or two trace minerals or something like that. 
if 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 that you know because it still has a lot of tra- the chemical with chemical fertilizers they tend to do uh, the, the nitrogen throws everything else out of whack. The high mm-hmm. nitrogen is not normally found in nature, so it throws everything. So they're like on cocaine, right? You go, ah, oh, oh, yeah, yeah. You get really super stressed out, so it raises the the. It, it causes havoc. If you remember what I talked to you about last time about why bugs don't attack uh, healthy plants as opposed to stressed out plants. The stressed out plants are their, their carbohydrates is very simple. They're 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 not getting all the trace minerals they need, so they have a simple carbohydrate. Whereas the plants who are mellow and relaxed, I have complex carbohydrates because they're getting all the trace minerals they need. See right? Right. So the, the high nitrogen blocks out the, the ability of the plants to absorb all these trace minerals. Instead, it goes for other other uh, minerals, but those minerals by themselves are totally useless without these other minerals. Yeah, it's about, about balance, right? Right. So they there. So what happens is you have this high nitrogen complex that produces really green really really everything really looks like it's really looking really good like uh, 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 uh. you know what i mean it's like holy cow right but the reality is is that that plant's really super stressed out and it's going to come down afterwards and have a, a, a going what is it they're going to come down from the drug right so it's maybe more stressed out than before greetings you got gretel hippie i like that gretel hippie so when you're doing a bricks uh, a refractometer reading, it's totally useless to use a refractometer if you're using chemical fertilizers and chemical stuff. Just forget it. Yeah. There's no. Well, there's it no almost re- sounds like we've got hypoglycemic plants yeah. or diabetic plants. Yeah. And, and we're we're treating should be treating them like the diabetic they are. Exactly. I, I like you, Ken, because I have never really put it quite that way. But that's exactly as exactly. What happens? But it happens to the plants. So the yeah. plants get this six. You know, urea sixty-five zero zero for crying out loud. Sixty-five zero zero. They got the they got the balls to name it after urine. Urine is like one zero zero, if that. Yeah. And you know the biggest difference between urine and urea, besides having sixty-five percent nitrogen, the urine may have one percent urine. But you also have different, 90 different trace minerals, billions and billions of different types of microbiology in that one little liquid there as well. It has different sources yep. of irons. They're all things, right? All in a nice, a really nice blend. <laughs> Not just one thing that you then add to other, other chemicals. And so you have this nitrogen that makes whatever they're using. Is that me? It's you. Huh? No, that's me. I- I'm muting. Oh, okay, right. So, uh, but you see the difference, and the difference is, is night and day because the plants are going to be super stressed out. They're going to be like, you know, I talked to a, a doctor who uh, about uh, muscle builders. And he says, yeah, they they're super stressed out. Their heart, their lungs, everything's stressed out, uh, and they take this all these different things, and it's not, you know, you you that's not the way to live your life because you're going to have problems down the road. So that's what these plants are. Hi guys. Hi Marshall Artist. Marshall Artist. Oh cool. Yeah. Don't get in a fight with that boy. Okay, you're no, gonna be in I, trouble. I have a feeling. I have a feeling I shouldn't. So so the key to using the refractometer is are you're already doing things organically. You really want to know how to provide if you're doing the right things. Uh I you know, I don't use a refractometer in my use because 
I am the refractometer. <laughs> right? yeah. I'm the yeah. refractometer. I look at something and I go, huh, right? Or you look at it beautiful. I was at some places today. Like I, I did two uh, two jobs today, big giant places. Uh, I, I love to be able to show you some pictures of it and stuff. I might even do I might even do that if you guys want to because these are like multi-billion dollar homes, right? It's like holy cow. And the, yeah, the big, you can. We'd love we we love picture slideshows, Andy. Oh, I, I I'd like to I love to do that. I could do that now if you want to. But really, I I finally figured out iCloud. <laughs> ah, cool. Well, I have, a, I have now you I can have teach a, me. I have a Mac and an iPhone, and I, everything I take is through the iPhone, right, or my iPad. So I yeah. go out with me, Michelle. Now teaching her to start taking pictures and videos because we have an ongoing scenario here. These are things that we do every day. I don't do them yeah. every day, but when I go out and do them, that other people really would get off on and understand it because this is uh, wild, crazy shit. It doesn't, nobody does it. Nobody, seriously. I mean, there, there are yeah. lots of people that talk about soil biology, and that's cool. I understand there's more and more people like yourself, Elaine uh, Ingram. There's a whole bunch of other people out there that are really promoting the biology of the soil. But I'm, mm -hmm. I'm talking from a years of experience about that disease gets cured by this. Specific, you yeah. name any disease. You name the disease. And I would love that. I would love anybody out to say, my plant has this. My tree has that. Phytophthora has uh, this, this is a bug, uh, uh, a leaping borer, whatever they want to call it. Yeah, you know, and it's the same thing. It goes right back down to the same thing: law, cause, and effect. That's all you need to know. So I don't even need to look. It's like a doctor doesn't have to look at a patient. <laughs> you, you go, you know, because you look at the patient, you go, "Oh shit!" Right? <laughs> yeah. Somebody's talking to me that I don't see him. I'll tell the very first thing: "What are you eating?" Right? What the fuck are you eating? Right? Right? That's the first thing I say. If I don't, then I'm not doing my job. And I was. And he would say, well, um, and I would go, huh, yes, tell me. It's okay. We're not going to put any judgment on you. What, what are you drinking? Do you drink booze? You know, all these are simple things gets it down to that person really is a drug addict. And unfortunately, we're all drug addicts if we go to the store and buy anything in that store. Yeah. It's really very Sugar difficult. Addicts. It's really very difficult not to get, well, I bought some, uh, today I bought some carrots, organic carrots. I bought some things, some vegetables. I did buy one drug. <laughs> Maybe I, let's see, it was a two, no, one drug. <clears throat> it was, um, I can't, it was vinegar and uh, salt uh, potato chips. It was organic, but vinegar and salt potato chips. Uh, and it, it, it wasn't made in the bad stuff, but unfortunately, salt and vinegar are, are not, uh, they're also a drug. It's also a drug that, you know, a lot of the, uh, the, 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 the Salt is toxic, yeah, unless you get the salt that's real salt. Yeah. You see, it's the same thing with sugar. Sugar is toxic unless you get real sugar. Right? And yeah, so natural sugar. The natural sources of sugar, and you can get organically grown sugar, but any of the chemically grown sugars is super gen genetically modified, high fructose, right? Yeah. It's, called, it's actually called super high fructose. Because they want to make it, they know that the sweeter, the more sugar, the more you keep coming back for it. The more you keep coming back. I, I have to I have to confess, I've been having, uh, I am a, uh, a coconut milk popsicle addict. <laughs> well, 
Well, at least you can admit to it, Andy. That's the first step to recovery is admitting you have the addiction, you know. And I and I and I and I know that it doesn't say organic coconut, but I think what could they possibly do to coconuts to change it, right? Because it's not like the modified sugar coconut thing, you know. It's 12, 12 grams sugar per serving. The tiny thing is made for kids, and you know, but. I do. I, there's four of them in the pack, and I eat all four of them, and I'm sick the next day. And I know yeah. that it's a, it's the sugar in there is a drug, and I know some they're adding something to that. It's not just coconut that's in there. Something else is in there, and they don't have to tell you. But so my point here is, guys, is that the refractometer is really very good for teaching you when you do something right. Mm-hmm. You know, when you when you when you hit on one of the things I I do with a uh, refractometer when I uh, I don't do it all the time now, but I really should. I was thinking of, of starting it up again when I go to customers. See, when I go to customers' places, I use a refractometer. Everything's screwed up, so I would say, why waste your time? <laughs> why waste your time? This is. But if you live there, if you're living there, and you're going to be there for a long, long time, and you're going to be doing it, you want to know that if you bought this microbial product. And then you took a refractometer 30 days later, and you know it's a difference. Normally, I would tell you, start a refractometer diary. So what I did was I would I would do grass clippings, right? Grass clippings mm-hmm. uh, throughout the year. I did trees, uh, branch, not branches, but leaves of trees, the flowers, uh, uh, and the vegetables. I would do the same thing, whether it be the leaves or the or the flowers, you know. I, and I would say in June, I, I, I did the, the citrus, and here's this is a refractometer reading, and then this is what I fed, this is what I fed it the following uh, week, and this is, this is a reading that I got the following months, because it usually takes anywhere between two weeks to a month for the, yeah. bri- the bricks level to rise up in the plant, and the, the juice it takes like 30 days at least for the plant to produce juice and all that kind of stuff, right? So, but if you keep track of it, you'll see that this is what it was before I did this. This is what it was after I did this. And there's something I did there that caused that to happen. And it's so right. cool if you can relate to that that way. And it's so cool if you can relate it to a, a particular bio, a biology that you did, or whether 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 you uh, made compost, you use compost tea, or whether you use something else to promote the biology. Because a lot of times you can buy biology in the store now. You know, you yeah. order different kinds of microbial, uh, mycorrhiza mixtures, all kinds of things like that. Uh, uh, but you want, I don't think they're all the same. They're all good. I have no idea how to uh, get latent to test them all or something. You're, you know what I mean? Because you have to really, you, you have to know what you're yeah. looking for. Even then you have to, you have to say, well, <laughs> who knows what this is, right? Uh, so, but the, so the refractometer is a really good tool to use to learn. If you're a student in school, you want to learn agriculture, the best tool to have. And you keep a tra- you keep a diary of, of what you how what you do and you keep keep a diary of the reading of the re- the bricks reading that you get. Now Scotty's got a good point here. Different spots on the plant will show different levels. No, no, no. So they're all supposed to show the same. If it shows differently, that means the plant is having a hard time transferring it as it's supposed to be throughout the plant there's a name for that where where it doesn't where the vitamins and minerals don't get to every part of the plant there's something wrong with it and it's just there's a specific it's like that's for plugged arteries right there's something wrong there 
Right, right. So this is, but there's a specific uh, name of that problem where the plant doesn't get everything's evenly spread. Because I learned that from the yeah. very beginning. I would test it one, one, one place and test it again. There should be the same. When they're different, that means that the plant's not spreading everything out evenly. Something's going on there. Yeah. Usually, it's, it also indicates indicative of your root systems. So whenever, so whenever, oh, no problem, Scotty. I'll send you a bill. <laughs> so whenever, whenever, when, my experience has been whenever that happens on a tree mm -hmm. or a plant, or, uh, I usually like I like doing it on tomato plants, two different levels. Anything with fruit trees, but you do it on the fruit, that's different than you do it on the leaf. Yeah, right. You're gonna get a different reading on the fruit than you would on the leaf. That's also an interesting story there too, because they're not gonna be the same. Right, they're not going to be the same. One is the fruit. The fruit's always going to have a higher bricks level because it does. It, what does it do? It's ripening. It gets sweeter and sweeter and sweeter. Next thing you know, it's rotten. Right. So there's a certain stage of that. Whereas the plant, that leaf, that green leaf, will always. It, it doesn't get sweeter and sweeter and sweeter and sweeter until it rots. Right. It's always you're looking for a certain level that that plant produces, and each plant's different. Pine trees. Mm -hmm. Uh, are different than palm trees are different right even the trees is, and the different time of year is different because the temperature is like uh, uh molasses uh codas uh, what's the name for molasses when it doesn't codas molasses in the winter yes uh, um as slow as molasses in january there you go so that basically that basically means the sap of the plant the energy of the, the blood of the plant does not circulate a whole lot when it's cold yeah and so that's different. You're going to get a different bricks reading than if you're doing it in the summertime where everything's circulating really, really cool. And so mm -hmm. that also that gives you an indication of the range you can go on a plant. But whenever the plants are really, really low, low, low bricks level, even in the summertime, you know there's something wrong. I myself right. don't use that to be able to tell. I don't need that to be able to tell there's something wrong. There are other things that tell me there's something wrong. But most some people say, I can't, I don't see anything. Well, here's a bricks reading uh, of 10. Like I, yeah. I, I have a new customer. First thing, uh, first thing he did was buy my book. The second thing he did was he also bought a refractometer. He bought the wrong yeah. kind. I, I showed him that's not the one you want. And then he, I, next week I came back. He had a thirty-five dollar refractometer. So I said, okay, let's measure your citrus level. Right. So I took his citrus. Squeeze. He had a ten. He said, that's good. He says, no, look at your refractometer. How far up does it go? Well, it goes up to thirty. Well, you know, nowhere near. <laughs> You're not there yet, mm -hmm. and then and then we slice, it took a little bite and nibble it, and it's like nah, no 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 sweetness to it at all. It's like I would have a hard time drinking that, right? And, right. and, and he, he can tell, and but so the, using and so and I'm te I told him start a diary because I, I he's now making the compost and he's learning about trace minerals, he's learning about rock dust. Mm -hmm. He's learning about foliar feeding because foliar feeding is the fastest way you can get food into your plants. Yeah, it's the same thing with humans. You think that it's faster getting in your stomach. Put some something on your on your skin. See how fast you absorb. It. Well, you can know? I tell just a little story, Andy? Sure, go ahead. Well, one of the ways that we used to make money in the bar is the sugar trick. So what you do is you find the strongest guy in the bar, and you say, "Well." You know, uh, I'll buy you drinks tonight if you can hold your arm up while somebody's pulling it down. 
And if you can't, then you buy me drinks. And of course they're going, well, yeah, I'm big and strong. So you'd have them hold their, their two arms out, right? Palms up. You have a, a beautiful young lady pulling on their arm and like, or they're like, yeah, not a problem. Drop a packet of sugar in their other hand. Bang. Right now. What is that? that? So fast. What is that? So fast. Sugar. What? Just sugar. because their body reacts to the sugar that fast, their arm just instantly drops, and in about wow. two seconds, they have the strength back. But wow. that's that instant. Uh, as soon as that package of sugar touches your skin, bang! There is a reaction through your whole body. Is it the same thing if it was? So it was like, is that organic sugar or is that chemically sugar or was that? Because that would happen if with the chemical sugar for sure. That high yeah. Oh sugar. yeah, just plain white sugar. You get in a sugar that packet. Plain white sugar is toxic. It's toxic. The, the bees won't yep. touch it. The bees look at that and go, oh yeah, the old line is snorting. Oh, this is cocaine. And, you're, you're kidding me. No, no. I, I, it's 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 like it's a form of kinesiology. That's exactly in kinesiology what happens. You have your yeah. hand out and you, and, and you use your body to test it. You, if, if it's good, you, you, you can't, nobody can pull your hand down nothing. But if it's bad, you, you don't have any. Yes, yeah, the same thing. Same yeah. identical thing. See? Yeah, I used to get free drinks all the time, Andy. <laughs> you're bad. You're bad, man. You're, you're just a bad dude. You're just a bad dude. <laughs> It's why the guys are uploading sugar bags on. Put that one on the docks. Wear gloves. Oh, yeah. yeah it's why the guys unloading sugar bags on the dock wear gloves. Sugar Thank you. Your body and immunity. Yeah, yeah. See, and sugar is one of those heaviest duty toxins. I mean, I came in. So I, I was at a house yesterday. I'll give you an example. Uh, 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 what is it? Uh, Halloween. Okay, so kids with sugar. So these. I, my partner has two kids. They came home with bags and bags of sugar, right? And yeah. no sooner did that they walk in, I'm going, "Oh shit, I'm getting dizzy. What is going on? Oh my! Oh, and I'm, I'm I was my heart started beating. I'm going, "Shit! I don't even have to." And then I put my hand on the on the bag. This stuff is in there. Put my hand on the bag. I'm going, "Woohoo! Oh yeah!" And I I don't even. I can go to a store and look at a box, just touch it. And I'm going, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> yeah, that's got sugar in it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's got sugar in it. And, 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 and seriously, I've gotten to that place when I go shopping. Like I, I was telling you about the uh, about this uh, cooking the popsicles, and it's like tiny little things, but I'm going. Oh, I have to have it. Oh, don't do I it. know it's gonna hurt me, but I gotta have it. It's a it's a powerful drug. And then they put then they said we're gonna really screw you up. We're gonna do sugar and salt together. Neither of these are real sugar or real salt. We're gonna put them in together. We're gonna get you so screwed up that you're gonna come back for more. Yeah. You're gonna come back for more. And 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 you know, there's no coincidence, sugar, booze, duh. Right, sugar burns you out really fast. I was just looking at Supernessa's uh, comment here. I'm considering using sugar cane. Put it through a, a roller. Now, I think the sugar cane that you would be using, Super, would be you know something that you grew yourself. So, you know, that's probably going to be something that you can use. Yeah, right. Exactly right. The big difference between sugar cane and this sugar. There's not even sugar. Yeah. It, it, yeah. It's not real sugar. It's made. It's made. It's made 
and it's uh, and it's a genetically modified organism that's never on nature is never meant for us. It's a drug, and, and, mm. and the, the military. I th- I'm pretty sure all the military has to do is put you on a sugar diet, have you under control. The enemy I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, drop and, tro- chocolate bars uh, uh, on the animals. And that's what's going on now with our society. You go out there and you can see these people are eating all this stuff all the time. All the mm-hmm. time. It's like 99.9% of the people are eating heavy sugar stuff and heavy salt stuff and a combination of the weirdest thing and they're drinking like crazy. That's one reason I never got into booze because I can smell that stuff a mile away and I'm going, oh, tie me down, tie me down. And you know, mm. diabetes. Everybody was everybody's got diabetes, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, and so it's the same thing with plant. It's the same thing with the with plants. But talking about a refractometer, it's basically helpful to keep you off the the sugar, uh, the bad sugar. But it, so you, it doesn't work if you're going to use it on bad sugar. If you're a chemical grower and you just using chemical fertilizers left and right. You're going to get all kinds of weird readings. It's like, no. He goes, hey, look how wonderful the, the 30, 40, 500 breaks level. I go, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Right? It's so, it's so, it's so absolutely weird. It's, but the, the, that pooch cobbler going to be, what's that? What is that? Po- oh, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Uh, that peach cobbler going to be uh, lit tomorrow tmw um yeah and it's the same thing when you're when you're growing peaches for example or apples you know there's a that's a big difference going out there and and picking and coming in and cooking it right than the actual stuff you buy in the store these things are not even uh the peaches have been uh i'm pretty sure they add more sugar to it it says added sugar you look in the back it says added sugar why would you add sugar to it the same with chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. Have more sugar than the ones in the in Canada. Exactly. It's it's totally mind blowing. I, I was looking. I was in the store today, and I'm sitting there, and this, and this is in the health food, health section, the health section. All these chocolate bars. I'm looking at them. No, ones that are organic, and, and I I didn't I didn't go for it because they're like thirty grams of sugar, so mm-hmm. it must have come from someplace other than from, you know the product probably wasn't sugar. Has something else in it, but the rest of the stuff, it was like eat this and die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and, and these things are supposed to be healthy for you because they have protein in them, they have milk in them, all kinds of stuff. I don't do dairy too much. I'm a kind of a weird guy. I've been, I look, I have no problem with dairy. I have no problem being on a farm. Yeah, milking the cow. The cow's healthy. No problemo. It's a, it's a dairy you get from cows that are not healthy, that have been injected, that have all kinds of other stuff going on with them. Yeah. That's really super, super bad. So uh, so with, with a, a refractometer, you want to do that uh, because in, in your vegetable, it's really good in your vegetable garden because it gives you like instant, you get instant readings in the sense that, you, when, you know, when you stick it on the lens, you look through, you get an instant reading. You get, yeah. you get, you can tell what's going on. And, uh, in terms of uh, uh, I'll, if you what you're doing right, that's what I would say, right? If you yeah. if you're if you're that kind of gardener that needs some kind of external input, a refractometer is a really way to go. A refractometer will tell you if your biology is working right. 
a good garden like you, you go out there and you and or Leighton, they know the biology is working because you can see it, and you don't have to have a, yeah. re a reading or a test to see if the plants are healthy or not. Well, when you see that deep, deep green color and the thickness of the leaf, you know that that's a healthy plant. If you see leaves that you can pretty much see through, and it you know it doesn't have a, you know a deep lustrous color, you can see there's something not healthy. You know, and then you start seeing the the bugs that have been chewing on the leaves, and you're going, "Ooh, yes, this is not a healthy plant." The uh, the the color is actually for me is a bluish green color. Okay. Yeah, high nitrogen produces a very high bright green color, and the, the bluish uh, in the in the color basically means it has all these different cool trace minerals. It causes like mm -hmm. color to do that. And so when a, when a when a bug sees those colors, they stay away because they cannot digest that. Yeah. When they see the bright green color, that means go. <laughs> Maybe that's where we got to stop and go, man. We got to figure yeah. out what 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 light to put out for the bugs to stop coming. You know, just stop at the side of the field, man. It's a permanent stop sign here. So, but uh, so uh, uh, not too many people know how to use a refractometer. Uh, and it's a lot of fun to use once you realize that it's not that difficult to do. You just get this little unit, keep it clean, use distilled water. You, there's a way to calibrate it. You ask a, a little bit of distilled water, and you look through it, make sure it's not zero. And then you keep, keep it clean all the time because you don't want to have contaminated from other foods and stuff. Now, and, what are you using to, to clean them, Andy, like an isopropyl alcohol, like the alcohol wipes? What are you using to clean the Distilled water is all, all, I really, all you really need, distilled clean Just water. Distilled not water. not okay. city water. You want distilled water. Uh, so you, you can buy it from the bottle of distilled water. If you have a, a water filter in the house, mm -hmm. you can use that, take it with you. But you don't want to use the, the filter of the water from the hose or you know from the city because that will eventually uh, – uh, screw up your lens, so to speak, and, and screw up the instrument, especially if you use it to measure, because it will measure the the chemicals in the water. You know, the, when it when it comes through, so when you calibrate, you have to calibrate it with a distilled water in there. That way, you get zero. If you calibrate yeah. the city water, it's going to change it, change it. And that actually, yeah. you may want to put a drop of city water and look through the refractometer and see what happens. Just for the hell of it, just to see, right? And I have to pause here because I got to give Silly Lily a hard time here. Can you please stop talking about pumpkin cheesecake? Okay, because like, you know, Andy's going to have a heart attack just from the thought of it. I, I know it's Thanksgiving tomorrow, guys. And by the way, Luna's not on tomorrow night. She's taking Thanksgiving off. But guys, come on. I, I, I'm just Pumpkin cheesecake sounds good. Sounds good to me. Put it in a box and send it to me. I don't know how long I would I would last uh, because I've never had pumpkin yeah. cheesecake before. So my body will probably oh, flip out. If it's natural, if it's good. clean, why not, right? Well, the way Lily makes it, she doesn't add sugar. Uh, she uses honey. Yeah, you um, And it's like melt in your mouth, Andy. Like my mouth yeah. is watering. That's why I told her, stop already. Yeah, you can't. So my wife was an excellent cook, and I ate the best. And now that she's yeah. gone, I, I wish I had learned. But this is something that you you, do, you just don't learn how to really cook properly. I bet you 
Silly is really an excellent cook. Oh you yeah. Know, yeah. You know what I mean? So that's the that's a that's the problem with me. I can't go out and nobody really knows what they're doing in terms of cooking. And I certainly don't. Michelle's a really good cook, so she's but I can't be eating uh, going to eat at her place every every day now. But um, so it's for me, I I just learned how to make dough. <laughs> that's as far as I've gotten with the with the cooking. Oh, maybe I could do baked potato, right? But I've always been I, uh, I in my garden. I just go out like a cow. I walk around and chew on everything. Yeah, yeah. I've always done that. Yeah, yeah. So that that's something that's like a skill, a gardening skill, a cooking skill is the same thing. You have to yeah. develop it and be good at it. So I'm a good gardener, really lousy cook. <laughs> and I, when I I was in Florida, I was just eating fruit all the almost all the time, fruit. Of, year round over here you don't really have really good fruit either that's another yeah. problem for me because i like you know i'm a, a tropical boy living in a tropical environment having fruit year round and, well and on your you're you're lucky enough you're going to be moving to a new property that has some acreage so you know maybe that's one of the things you're going to be looking into is getting some of that those fruit trees going yeah yeah i'm gonna have them in my backyard and figure out how to make, i i can make it happen uh, i'll get some yeah. dwarf I'll get some dwarf, and then uh, what I'll do is I'll start the, a little refractometer diary with them because when you when you get first when you, one one of the things you can do and they don't like it, but if you go to a nursery and you do a bricks a bricks reading on the plants before you buy it, oh, they wouldn't like that at all. No, they wouldn't like that. But then most of them wouldn't have a clue what the hell you were doing. Right, you just take a little leaf, you bring it there. Can I can I get a piece of the leaf? And you know, they'll say yes, and then you. Do it there, and you can look at it. It's got a five. It's under ten. I wouldn't buy it. Yeah, yeah. I would tell them this is under ten. It should be at least fifteen, twenty in the container. It should be that. That's the plant. The plant stuff is different than the fruit. But if it's really, really low bricks, I just tell you these guys were not doing anything. That and the, you know, once you get to plant, and you're going to try go it organically, you, you're trying to bring back a really cancer person back to life. It's very difficult to do. It's always going to be weak on you. Because it doesn't, it isn't functioning properly. Howdy, hi, Marshall, artist. How you doing? Mm -hmm. Look at all that cool. So it's so it's a process, it, but it is a very good tool, a very inexpensive tool to buy. The cheap yeah. what, that was thirty five bucks. So you you don't have to spend more than 30, 40 bucks for a good refractometer. You know yeah. what I would also do too is um, there are a couple of different varieties on the market, and. The place to get one is Edmund, Edmund Scientific Company. Edmund? Edmund, A-D-M-O-N-D, Scientific. Okay. And can, they have all kinds of cool kits. Of course, they have all kinds of really cool refractometers. Uh, they have really cool mi microscopes. The right refractometer is under 100, 100 bucks. You get a really high-class refractometer that you can just use forever. Mm, okay. And remember, so you're you want talking about a diary, Andy. So, how often should we be checking our bricks reading on on a plant during its life cycle? Um, it depends on the, on the plant. You know, tomatoes. I would probably do it on a weekly basis. A tomato plant, and then when the first when the first tomatoes come out, I would you know, do a slice and do a bricks re reading on that one, and then also maybe another month do another batch of tomatoes or bricks reading on that one, see how. They've gone up. A tomato should be in the 28. My tomatoes have always been higher than 28. Go off the scale on the bricks reading because they, they, they go with, oh, where is this? 
Edmund. This there you is go. Uh, Edmund Scientific. There you go. Right. There's a lots of good stuff you can get there. Very inexpensive. Uh, and you get the quality and maybe a little microscope to look at the biology through. Uh, but you want to do the, the, what's cool about the bricks wings too, is you also want to start doing leaves and flowers. Okay. Hit that like button, people. Yeah, hit the like and make a comment. And guys, just to let you know, yesterday during the um, uh, the R and D grow, uh, when I checked right after, it was only showing eleven views, yet there was thirty seven likes. So that's how much of a suppression the algorithm is putting on our channel. So please share this information out with more people. Hit that thumbs up because it forces the algorithm to push the content out to more people. So thank you very much for doing that. Thank you. So uh, you'll find it really very interesting to do the plant, the leaf, the flower, and the fruit. And that will teach you an enormous amount of what what you're adding to your property, what you're using. And if you're growing whatever, so you can do it for the very same thing we you guys like to grow and use because that's also key is important, especially if you're using for uh, for medical pur- purposes. Yeah. You want the trace minerals. You seriously need these trace minerals to make it work. And that's what Scotty's talking about here. In our favorite plant, I like to check mid-veg and the end of flower, just how he does it. But would you would that be a good time to be checking? Um, right. in the middle of vegetation or should yeah. we go early veg? Well, if you if you're checking in the middle of vegetation it's kind of too late to change in this stream what you're doing already so you can check to see what happened but you're not going to be able to make any difference ideally okay. in, the, in the very beginning uh, even before you get to the veg to the when you first you do the pl- you do the plant from the very beginning so you, when you have a first month of growth you do a, a, a bricks reading on it then you do you want to do a brick swing on just say a, a monthly basis or up until that's more than enough but it so the point would be if you see it really low you know well I'm, I'm doing something wrong I want to raise I want to raise the bricks level what do I need to do uh, then mm-hmm. you have an opportunity to do it for for the plant but if you do it at mid level it's only for your understanding to see where it's at not that you can change it because you can't really change it now uh, you can't yeah. do any foliar applications to it Right. Even after with your flower and you're already going to a budding stage, it's already too late to change it. It's only mm-hmm. good to know, you know, well, man, next time I'm going to do this with it. it. It usually has to do with, again, the the condition of the soil that it's growing in. The key, key into the pH level of the soil. If you get the soil pH level at the right place, you'll be surprised how fast it works at the right pH level. Foliar feeding is very, very good. You can do that up until you have the buds. Uh, the flowers you never want to foliar spray those the same thing with any yeah. fruit and vegetables anything like that you don't want to spray the flowers but uh, with any of uh, uh, foliar applications always foliar that's why it's called foliar application leaves yeah. Yeah. right the leaves or the trunk it, it, when i do trees i spray the the trunks because it gets absorbed yeah. to, to the trunks so scotty if you're only doing a three-week veg do it in week one do it in week two and do it in week three and see uh, what the different levels are, you're doing cycles over and over again, get to know what plant is doing what, and then see where you can change things to bring your bricks up. That would be my right. suggestion. So, so you do it, you do it, and then you for the next grow, 
you'll know better what you what you did this time to correct yeah. it. That's that's yeah. the ideal scenario. You you watch it, watch this the do the bricks reading for the growth process. And uh, you what's really cool if you keep a diary, you can see over time. Yeah. Well, that is getting better, this is getting better, this is getting better. And not only that, in terms of the growth, but you can also do it with any plant whether where whether you you want to have better fruit, yeah. better tasting fruit, you know. Uh, so that's that's always very good for the, any and same thing with vegetables. The problem with vegetables, you eat, you grow lettuce, you eat it, right? But ideally, you if you have the seeds, same seeds, you can grow them again. And each time you learn more, so that you go, yeah. you, you you get better and better at it. You don't yeah. really need that because you you know as a good gardener, you can tell. But that really reinforces what you're doing right, mm-hmm. and what and and, and what it, maybe what you're doing wrong. Because if you think this is right and it's not working, that tells you that well, that's not working. Something's wrong. The, you yeah. don't want to wait until you have a bug or a disease attacking your plant. I have a friend of mine that threw half of his crop away because it was the caterpillars all over it. Ouch! And, right, and it, 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 and he wasn't keying into trace minerals at all. Mm-hmm. He had no idea that he had to pay attention to the, what trace minerals he was giving. So he was giving a standard uh, chemical fertilizer, which had maybe four or five trace minerals in it, and that was it. Yeah. Copper, iron, right, the other two they give you. Uh, you're lucky you get any calcium in there at all, and that's it. Yeah. And you, then you have to buy something specifically that's for trace minerals. And, yeah. and, and, and that's not really the best way to give trace minerals to your plants because – the microbes haven't eaten that. This is chemically made. Yeah. This will kill. This will kill microbes. It will kill organ. You put you you overdo it a little bit. Usually, trace metals are all usually overdone, right? There are too much trace metals becomes yeah. toxic. Exactly. Boron. Boron is a is a very important. I'm glad you brought it up. Uh, perpetual. Perpetual. Yeah. Perpetual motion. And I used to use so, boron um, for my tomatoes. I actually found a recipe where I could make it um, from, oh geez, uh, borax bleach. Yeah. Uh, very like a like, I think a tenth of a gram to a gallon of water. Like it was very very low because it, it's very concentrated. But there are recipes that you can have get that boron in a liquid form that you can actually do a foliar with. Right, like boric acid is a form of boron, so you learn how to use that. But I learned, I, I encountered a very interesting source of boron, boron, and you guys will probably love this because it's called AgriGro, A-G-R-I-G-R-O, AgriGro. And this AgriGro product, and the, I call it the pink stuff because it's it's boron. It's basically a liquid boron. And, and that they manufacture, it's totally O-M-R-I, and it's really, really cool, and I use that I've been using that since uh, 1970 or 71, and I use this tiny, small amount that I add to another product, which is the uh, uh, nitron, N-I-T-R-O-N-A-35. These are two different types of, of liquids, which are basically two different types of enzymes, and the boron is a, a key essential factor to all plants. That, that, that need, They need that. They need it in the, in the form that they can uh, absorb it. So, but... One of the things I at the time that see what I what I've gotten more into a source of boron is the microbes, the biology, the worm juice breaks. It's an excellent source of boron. Mm-hmm. 
you find boron in the worm juice, if you test it for the boron, you'll see, gee, where is the boron coming from? The worms, uh, the, the microbes in the worm juice. And that's why I like worm juice. And I also like like Layton's uh, fish pond juice. Uh, I like it. Certain biologies are very, very good at pulling the boron. It's not just a, if, if it gets boron, it also have, has to pull up some of the more exotic ones as well. They're in the boron. Okay. Now, um, Ghetto has a, a question here. Um, can you get uh, or can you ferment dandelions for boron? Dandelions. Dandelions are a high source of nitrogen and I mean uh, iron, and they also and if, and they also have bore, high source of boron in it. Yeah. But so so then we can ferment it, ferment it, like do a, a fermented plant juice, right. pull that out. And and foliar feed that onto our plants. Boron is multi has is multi uh, elemental because it has a wide variety. A dandelion has a wide variety. There you find lots of plants that absorb because they because they're weeds and they pull up a certain mineral. They yep. also pull up these other ones with them too. They're all bound together. And by the way, the the one is um, if your plants are that one about the bricks scotty says said i want to get yeah down the word is if your plants bricks are 12 percent or higher bugs can't even see it that's not not true what they 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 still see it but they and they'll notice see 12 is not really really super high page poor average good excellent so where do you think 12 would be at mm. And you have a board, uh, you have a your refractometer goes up to 32. So, yeah, 32. So, you know that somewhere a little bit around 32, but it's not quite as high. So, poor is like way below that. That that 12 is, is average. Yeah. Anything above 10 is average. Anything below 10 is poor, right? 10 to 20 is uh, so you have 10 to 20. Is, is average p p a good good will be from 20 to 30 anything above that is excellent yeah so i'm good. not sure if you recognize this uh uh molly yeah molybdenum molybdenum that's Mal another molybdenum. Okay. that's another of the exotic elements you need yeah. the, the, the 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 what happens is that if you miss any one of the exotic exotic right elements yeah Exotic trace minerals, you're going to have a specific pest or disease. That's mm -hmm. why. That's why I say you need all 96 of them, rather than just 90 or 80. Or you you need to be able to get all of them, including the exotic elements. That would be six, even things you think you shouldn't have, like silver, uh, cadmium, mercury. These are all exotic trace minerals that are needed in a homeopathic amount. It, it's like what Leighton is always harping on, you know. Don't which be a is, moron. Uh, yeah, don't don't be a moron. I I actually changed the phraseology in here, so let me bring it up. So, don't be a moron. Remember to maintain the balance. That's right, and that's what it's all about. When you want to do trace minerals, usually people concentrate on too much too much on certain things, which actually blocks. The availability of the trace mill. The bottom line is only Mother Nature can give you all these. Only Mother Nature, only the mm -hmm. biology can provide these particular exotic ones 
that we need. And if and if we do it right, let the biology do it right. So that's all we have yep. to do is make sure we have the biology going right, and you'll find that the trace minerals and everything will show up, and 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 the bugs will go the heck with this, and the disease will go the heck with this because they need that. Well, and that's why what I'm doing in the R&D grow where I'm growing a whole different variety of plants right now, a bunch of vegetables, but I'm going to be looking at uh, uh, researching the medicinal plants and growing those because those are Mother Nature's plants that she pulled up those nutrients to put back in the soil. So I want those plants to get their biology because that's the biology that breaks out cadmium and the iron and the magnesium and the malignium yeah. and all of those rare right. things that are in the soil, right. we don't have the biology to pull it out. That's why I'm growing those types of things. And, and there's no way that we can create that ourselves and say, this is, we. I, yeah. I made this in the lab and that's gonna do the same thing that mother nature does. It does not work. It doesn't work. Yeah. So you just have, and, and the refractometer, the better you get at it, the more you can see how Mother Nature works. Because you're not going to go out and get cadmium and, and put it yeah. into the soil. No, see, so it doesn't work that way. But these are needed. These are essential. And the best way is to let, to let Mother Nature do it. But you really have to have Mother Nature in the soil and they're working and functioning to have yeah. it. And that's, that's your number one control of diseases and pests. If you do that, you'll be surprised People go, what the heck are you doing? And because it's it's a, it's in the pudding. The pudding, you know, the proof is in the pudding. You do yeah. something, and people go, what the heck happened? Now, Scotty, um, I'm not sure about nitrogen deficient, but it's definitely uh, calcium deficient or impacted soil or tight soil. That's one of the two reasons that I know of that dandelion will will germinate and sprout in your soil. Usually, so do you know about the nitrogen end of that, Andy? No, usually all weeds, when, when they when they grow, are also indi indicated yeah. of how much nitrogen is available, available nitrogen. Okay. And so, and so all weeds basically uh, pr produce more nitrogen in the soil. They bring up they 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 tend to give more nitrogen back to the soil. Uh, so they they so the same thing with all, all weeds. All weeds. Uh, okay. Now let's stop calling them weeds. They're earlier transitional earlier plants. transitional plants. Okay. Transitional plants. But Andy, brother, I love you, man. But we're at the hour, and I know you worked hard today. Okay, so we're gonna cut it there, guys. And as I said, tomorrow night Luna is not on uh, due to Thanksgiving, and I wish everybody, uh, our U.S. friends, a very happy Thanksgiving. Uh, Canada, we celebrated it last month because that's when our harvest was, was last month. We get cold earlier. But, uh, Andy, do you have anything to add, brother, that you would like to mention before we cut the show? No, no, I really appreciate being here. And we're going to be next week. We're doing, um, let's see, uh, it's, uh, <laughs> hang on one second, one second. It's the, uh, <laughs> uh, it's from, from seed to plate, growing your own organic fruit. Oh, bonus I, I that's going to be one i'm going to be looking forward to because i love love fresh fruit picked right off the tree that's that's it right there that's what i really miss i miss going out and it's bending over and just sitting there munching on some leaves or some food and yeah. that, that, i could do that all day yeah exactly and I, i'm actually going to start strawberries in in the the r d grow because that way i can 
have them going all the way around the place and just nibble as I walk through, you know. And you guys will be jealous about my eating strawberries. Grow <laughs> some arugula while you're going. Where the, where the arugula? I, yeah. I don't know that I've ever had arugula. Yeah, you any can good? Do, it the, do it with the strawberries, right? Let them grow with the strawberries. <laughs> anyway, guys, love you all. Remember Take care. Uh, Bye. To, to comment, hit the like button, and share this stuff with your friends. So, Thank you, guys. Bye, everybody. See you bye. later. Namaste.